Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Credit Repair Show with your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon, coming to you with another podcast with information on how you can repair your credit. Because you know what my motto is by now, you do not have to live with bad credit. There is something you can do about it. And so I would appreciate all of you guys who have been subscribing and following me and downloading my podcast to continue to send me those messages. Uh, Some of you guys have reached out to me on uh, my IG and some on Facebook, and I really appreciate that. Uh, On subjects that I should talk about, or you were just encouraged uh, with the information that we've been bringing you. So I want you to know that I appreciate you guys, and please continue to reach out uh, with any messages or anything you would like for me to talk about. Uh, This podcast is about giving you guys the information, right? I'm not giving you every single thing you need to repair your credit. I'm giving you a foundation that you can start building on. The rest you would have to just search out. Uh, But I'm giving you foundation information. So when you go into repairing your credit, fixing your credit, whatever term you want to use, you can use this information as a foundation. You've already talked about how to understand and read your credit reports, how to talk to debt collectors, uh, what the credit scores are. I'm going to get into that today. Uh, How to uh, write letters, dispute letters. Uh, And we got a lot more information we're going to be giving you guys. So I really appreciate the feedback, continue to feedback the information. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about, we're going to get into uh, the FICO credit score. We're going to break down the FICO credit score. What is the FICO credit score. And of course, the word FICO means the Fair Isaac Corporation. It's a company that started with uh, coming up with your credit scores years gone by. They've been around forever. And so we're going to talk about uh, their scoring module. We're going to talk about the pie chart that they use to come up with your credit score. So we got some things that we're going to talk about because a lot of people will look at their credit score and not quite understand you know, what they're looking at. Uh, Last broadcast, we talked about the difference between the Credit Karma uh, credit score and the FICO credit score. We broke that down. So if you have not listened to that, please go back and listen to that uh, podcast, a wealth of information that's on there. But tonight, today, we're going to be talking about the FICO in particular, their credit rating, their scale, their pie chart, you know, how things are broken down so you can get some understanding. Uh, And you know what? I appreciate the fact that um, when it comes to understanding the credit score, right, because they kind of make it to where it's complicated. So we're going to try to make, we're going to simplify it because the way that they come up with the score, there's no, uh, they don't have an exact science. Basically, they say if they want to give you 40 points for something, they'll give you 40 points. If they want to take away 100 points for something, they'll take away 100 points for any negative item. Or you know, It's basically whatever they want to do, however they want to do it. So there is no, like, some people have asked me, well, how do they come up with the score? Is there a chart? Is there uh, something that they, the standard that they go by? And there is really no standard. It's what they call the secret sauce. They base all the information uh, on your credit score based on what's happening in your credit report every month. Whatever activities is going on, you get open up new accounts. You uh, late if you're late. 
if you're making on-time payments, if you open up a new account. So every 30 days, they come up with a projected score based on the activities that went on that month. And so we're going to kind of simplify that uh, and make that easy so you can really understand that. But just know your credit scores are important. Yes, they are. They, you know, it's what lenders look at when they determine or make a determination if they're going to give you the credit, or if they're going to lend you the money, if they're going to give you the mortgage, uh, if they're going to uh, send you the credit card. It's a lot of it is based on your credit score. Now they're going to look at the activities and the things that's in your credit report. So if they're going to factor that in too, they just not going to look at the score and the score only, but the score plays a big part based on the information that's in your credit report. All right. So tonight we kind of just focusing just on the credit score, but also know that it's going to come down to activities, you know, whether you're making late payments, on-time payments, how long you had credit, things like that. Uh, that's going to, you know, factor into it. But people always, you know, concerned about the credit score. So we need to, you know, get into that and dive into that. So let's, let's go. So one of the first things we want to look at is the FICO uh, credit rating scale. Basically, how they place whether your credit is good, bad, poor, things like that. All right. So that scale starts, and we're talking about FICO. We're not talking about Credit Karma or the Vantage Score, nothing like that. We're talking about FICO. FICO is the one that 90% of lenders look at when they're determining whether they're going to give you the, the credit or not. So FICO scale works like this. From 300 to 499, they call that exceedingly poor. You have exceedingly poor credit if your score is anywhere from 300 to 499. And then the next level goes to 500 to 549. If you're in that area, they consider that very poor. So you go from extremely poor to very poor. All right. And then the next step up, it's 550 to 599. If you're in that range, it's considered just poor. You're, you have poor uh, credit, poor credit score. And then you go to the next one up, and if your score is anywhere from 600 to 649. They determine that as fair. Now you're getting to the good part a little bit. You're moving on up, right? So from 600 to 649, you're considered fair. And then from 650, to 699 is considered good slash average. They may say good or average, good slash average, but you're moving up, but you're moving up. 650 to 699, uh, you're considered good to average. And then you move up to the next category from 700 to 749, you're considered really good. So you went from good average to really good from 700 to 749. And then the next step up, 750 to 799, you're considered excellent. All right. 750 to 799, you're considered excellent. And then the last uh, uh, top of the scale, right, goes from 800 to 850. All right. And that's incredibly good. They call that incredibly good. I guess just have to find a word after excellent. All right. So the highest point you can get uh, is an 850. The lowest score you can get is a 300. All right. And then the breakdown 
just goes into that. So anywhere in between 300 to 499, you're exceedingly poor. 500 to 549, very poor. 550 to 599, poor. 600 to 649, fair. 650 to 699, good slash average. 700 to 749, really good. 750 to 799, excellent. 800 to 850, incredibly good. All right. So the higher you are, the closer you are to that 850, the better it is for you to obtain credit with a low interest rate. The closer you are to that 300, more likely you're going to get denied. If you're that low, if you're in the fives, maybe low six, you may get it, but you may get it with a high interest rate. So the key is to get those scores up there. Go as high as you can. Uh, but once you get into the 700s, you're kind of sitting pretty, right? Because typically what you can get at 700, you can get at uh, 799. You know, the, the interest rate is going to be somewhat the same, all right? The only thing that really, you know, you have to hit the 850 to really get the best of the best interest rate. Uh, and, like, they'll just love on you for walking in there with that score because it shows that you make your payments on time, you're responsible, uh, you don't have no late payments, no charge-offs, no bankruptcy, no nothing on your credit report. You've been managing your credit, you know, with a, what they would call incredibly good. So getting that high is awesome, all right? So, but I say focus. Your goal should be to get to that 700, all right? Get to that. If you're under 700, get to that 700 and higher. Then you can start looking for the 850, but get to at least that 700, uh and higher, you know, so make your payments on time. And uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the pie chart and what you should be focusing on. Because a lot of people, when I, when I talk about that pie chart, they focus on the wrong part of the pie chart. Uh, and it's confusing that they would do that, but you know, I, that's the way they look at it, but we're going to break down that pie chart and tell you exactly what you should be focusing on. We're going to do that right after this break. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Credit Repair Show with your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Credit Repair Show. I'm your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon. And we've been talking about the FICO credit rating. We're going to now move on to the FICO, what I call the pie chart of how to break down uh, the numbers when it comes to uh, your credit score, how it's broken down. So we're going to look at the pie chart in a minute. But don't forget, know what your, you know, the first thing to really fixing your credit is knowing what's on your credit and knowing what your credit scores are. Now, I know a lot of people, you know, sometimes get frustrated or, or are afraid to look at their credit report because they, you know, to them it's really bad, it's horrible, and they just don't want to look at it, you know. But I always tell people the first step to cleaning it up is knowing what's on it. That was my first rule of thumb when I started cleaning up my credit. I had to know. I mean, I kept getting denied for everything. I, I mean, I kept getting denied for everything when I first started, you know, this this journey. And I didn't even know what a credit score was, let alone a credit report. 
You know, nobody educated me about that. I learned that all on my own. So my first journey was, hey, I got to see what's on my credit report. And of course, when I looked at it, I saw 15 or 18 negative items. I saw all the bad stuff that was on there. Now, granted, some of that stuff wasn't mine. I saw some errors and things like that. But a lot of that stuff, you know, I was like, wow, you know, if I knew, I would have did better. And then I finally looked at my credit scores and it was in the low 400s. You know, I was in that. I was I was in that um, very poor, that extremely poor to very poor uh, area when it came to uh, my credit scores when I first started my journey to cleaning up my credit. Since then, I've maintained 700 and higher, hit the 800s a couple of times, but between 700 and 800, I've been there uh, for the last few years now. So, And that's a journey just to keep that up. We're going to talk about how one negative thing can knock you down a whole lot, all right? But that'll be on another podcast show. Get ready for that. All right. So now let's look at um, the pie chart. Let's look at the pie chart. All right. What I consider a pie chart. Now, I want you guys to pay very close attention to this. All right. Because this is how your score comes together. 35%. Everybody say 35%. Thank you. I heard all you guys say that. 35% of your credit score is based on your payment history, meaning have you been making your payments on time? 30, the big chunk of your credit score is based on your on-time payments. So what that means, if you ever become late, now remember when I talk about being late for the credit, uh, for your credit score, for the credit bureaus, for your credit report, I'm talking about 30 days late past your due date. If you're five days late, 15 days late, that 20 days late, you'll pay a penalty for being late with the creditor. But if you're, when it gets to 30 days late, they're going to report that to the credit bureau. And that, you can lose up to 100 points for just being late one time. One time, you can lose close to 100 points. In some cases, it will be over 100 points, depending on where your score is. So 35% of your credit score is based on your payment history. It is so important that you guys make your payments on time. If you're in the process of cleaning up your credit, you got to focus on on-time payments. Just start making your payments on time. All right? The next part of the chart the pie chart, if you could just picture a pie chart and we slicing it up like like pizza. The next chart, the next part is uh, 30% of your credit score is based on how much available credit do you have? How much available credit do you have? In other words, how much of your credit are you using? If you've got a credit card that gives you... Uh, um, $10,000 limit and you're spending 6000 and now you only have 4000 left, that's going to hurt you because the rule of thumb in this field says you should be under 30% usage with your credit cards. Now, this 30% of your uh, available credit, this is basically talking about credit cards. 99.9% .9 of the time is talking about credit cards. 
right? So if you have credit cards, they want to know how much available credit or store credit or things like that. How much available credit do you have? And the rule of thumb is you, you should keep it under 30% utilization, but I always say keep it under 10%. That's really what really, excuse me, that's really where, where you want to go. Getting tongue tied here. All right, 10%. So if you use the rule of thumb, uh, whatever your credit limit is, if you just divide it by three, whatever comes out. You don't want to spend past that amount. That keeps you under the 30%, you know, uh, rule of utilization, right? If you just want to do that, right, 30% utilization, then whatever your limit is, divided by three, and you don't want to spend past that amount each month, all right? You don't want to spend past that amount each month. Now, if you got three or four credit cards, then you add up all the limits and then you divide that by three. And with all your credit cards, you don't want to spend past that amount as well. And the more available credit you have, the higher your score is going to be, the more points they're going to give you for that. So don't be maxing out your all your cards and then try and not and you're only making you know the minimum payments. You're making your payments on time, but you're only making the minimum payments. Well, you're really hurting yourself in the sense that you're not going to get that 30% boost uh, in your credit score because you're only paying the minimum and you're over the 30% utilization, but you're making your payments on time, so you'll get credit for that. But you're not getting that other part of that credit, that 30%, because you're going, you're using too much of your credit. So 35% is on-time payments. 30% is how much available credit do you have? Okay, are we good with that? The next one is 15% of your credit score is based on the length of your credit history. Have you been, have you established credit history for 5, 10, 15 years already? The longer you have your credit history, the better it is for your credit score. Now that accounts for 15% of your score, but that's still a you know a nice chunk. And that's still important. And that's why you got to be careful with closing accounts that's reporting as a positive. And even though you don't use the cards no more, you know, some people say, I'm just gonna close this account. But you might have had that card for five, maybe six, seven, eight years but now you're not using it and then you cancel it and then you lose all of that credit history. Those eight years of credit history, which now shortens your credit history, which means that you take a hit in your credit score. And then you say, why my credit score went down? So be careful closing those credit cards. Even if you're not using them, find a way to spend five or $10 on them. Particularly if you had, you've had those cards for a long time, five plus years, and they've been reporting as a positive all this time. So length of history is 15%. Now, the next one is new credit is 10%, which means that anytime you apply for new credit, you get 10%. That, that accounts for 10% of your credit score. All right. And then the last one is the types of credit. And you know, what they call a mixture of credit, and you get 10% for that as well, right? So 
that that mixture means do you have a credit card? Do you have a mortgage? Do you have um, uh, an auto loan? So do you have installments or do you have revolving accounts? So it's a mixture of credit. You know, a mixture of credit is good. Having a mixture of credit is really good. Having that that home or uh, and that car and those credit cards reporting as a positive on your credit report is good, but it accounts for 10% of your credit score. Now, what I said earlier, you know, when it comes to new credit, that's, you know, those inquiries, those inquiries that you get on your credit report because you've been applying for credit. Too many people focus on uh, those inquiries, inquiries, right? When I, when I get my clients uh, and I'm cleaning up their credit, one of the first things a lot of time they say, hey, can you get these inquiries off my credit report? Can you get these inquiries off my credit report? They focus on the wrong thing because that's only 10% of your credit score. And normally you take the hit for it and increase, you know, hard increase stay on your credit report for only two years, right? You take the hit for it and then boom, you know, stay there for two years. But can you get it off? Can you get it off? But it's only 10% and they focus in, a lot of my clients will focus on that and neglect the fact that 35% of your, your credit score is based on your on-time payment. So they're making late payments, but they want me to focus on the the, the the inquiries. They're using too much of their credit, and they want me to focus on removing the inquiries from their credit report. And I'm like, yeah, we can do that, but your highest two things of 35% and 30% are the things that you should be focusing on. Focus on how much available credit you have. Pay down those debts. And then 35% just make on-time payments. Start making on-time payments consistently, and you're going to get a big chunk of your credit score back. So don't be focused too much on, you know, get rid of those increases. I got too many increases on my credit report. Can you get rid of those? But you're making late payments, and you're using too much of your credit. So we got to get this together. You know, we got we, we to get organized. We got to do better. All right, so that's the pie chart. That's the pie chart. And let me just go over it real quick. Again, 35% of your credit score is on-time payments. 30% of your credit score is based on how much available credit you have. 15% of your credit score is based on how long have you had credit. Uh, 10% is based on new credit. Another 10% is based on a mixture of credit. So we'll do more shows about that, and we'll get into it a little bit more in depth. But I just wanted to touch that, again, giving you foundation information that you can work with. All right? So I appreciate you guys, once again, tuning in to the Credit Repair Show with the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon. Again, if you know of anyone who can uh, benefit from this information, please let them know about my podcast. Please, it can be heard on where any podcast is played. You just look up the credit repair man go to credit repair show with angelo mccutcheon you can listen to it on spotify uh itunes uh, app google podcast uh, all all of them and of course if you want to reach out to me at the end of every one of my episodes you can go into the description and there you can connect with me on my instagram my facebook my twitter things like that you can leave a message and again if you have any topics that you would want me to talk about please let me know. We'll definitely bring it to the podcast. All right. So I appreciate you guys. Remember to stay blessed, whatever you do, stay blessed. But what I always say what's more important is that you are a blessing. And with that, we say, have a good day. 